you know, the best time, the best time to drop a podcast episode about a show that has aired um, and finished airing for at least, I want to say about a month and a half. Um, The best time to drop is when there is no more discourse about it. That is what I have learned. So today, today I present you, finally, uh, the Bear TV Review Podcast. And this is uh, just for paid subscribers. However, however, if you are a free subscriber, you can go ahead and sign up for a free trial. Buck the system, you know what I mean? Show people, show people how you can essentially (laughs) get some content for free. We've all done it. We've all done it. But hopefully, hopefully this is, this is my, my plea to y'all. I hope that if you listen to it, you say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stick with this paid subscription, but that's my problem, not yours, right? Um, this is the Bear Podcast. Uh, it features uh, Ben Fordham, who is uh, my friend and also a, a longtime supporter of everything Sick Palette. Ben sent me his bio, so I'm going to interpret it for you, so you so you know who we're talking about. We're talking about somebody who definitely is the right person to be. I don't know if we had opposite views, but we do have a lot of opposite views concerning the restaurant industry itself. So I feel like that made a very interesting conversation about a show based on uh, the restaurant industry. Ben is very British. Uh, So his... His bio started with the words whilst. Uh, I won't be saying that. <laughs> but let me, let me tell you a little bit about Ben Fordham. Uh, currently, he is the partner and CEO of Maybe Hospitality, uh, which is an incredible restaurant group that uh, includes Ola May, May Day, uh, Little Ola's, and Gimme Burger. But he he started his food journey in UT in 2001. Uh, he, he was, even though he's British, he went to UT. So he's had a long history of, of being in Texas. Uh, so he was studying in UT in 2001 and he fell in love with Mexican and Tex-Mex food. Uh, he went to London and he founded Benito's, uh, which became a very uh, long-time and established franchise uh, that includes tacos, burritos, and margaritas. Um, I believe they have nine locations. So he is a franchise grower. He's a restaurateur. You know what I'm talking about here? Um, So he established a premium fast-casual Mexican restaurant group in the UK, uh, which received both critical and public acclaim. Uh, Four years ago, he returned to Texas uh, 
uh, and helped uh, helped with a number of bars and restaurants, including Baby Greens, uh, the front page, Wu Chow and Swift's Attic. Uh, and now he's partnered with Michael Fotage. Um, and I'm really excited to see what he's going to be uh, bringing to maybe hospitality uh, because he knows what he's talking about when it comes to streamlining, when it comes to figuring out what what a business is best suited for. He's got tons and tons of talent. I disagree with him quite a bit on the restaurant industry as a whole, but he has a very well-respected point and position. Um, so let's get into it. Let's talk about the bear. <laughs> oh, and I forgot to add this little caveat in the middle of our podcast recording, uh, which he did while managing uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of things uh, within maybe hospitality. I believe he was in the May Day office or so, and uh, the whole block lost power. Um, so you'll hear that in the middle of the recording. Essentially, he goes to figure out what's going on and he comes back to finish the podcast. That's dedication. Um, and they're still standing. So all's well that ends well. That, that's Shakespeare. I wanted to bring in Shakespeare because he's British. You know what I mean? And I think that's the only thing that England is known for. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So, does that mean did you did you make the poll? Like, yeah, were I, you... just, I just I just asked them. Okay, so <laughs> who's who's watched the bear? And probably seventy percent, I'd say, put their hands up. You know, of that, you know, positive or negative, and you've got about sixty percent, sixty seventy percent were positive out of that. But mm-hmm. there were genuinely a couple of paces, a couple of faces that when I said, so who's watched the bear? They were like. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of, like, like trauma they were like oh is, I did not know that I was going to get fired today because I didn't watch the bear yeah, yeah, so tomorrow Ben I feel like you should go in there and be like now who's watched Pea Valley and then yeah. and then fire who's do you just make that call okay I believe yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's a, a a show that I feel I can own, and it's my 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 lived experience, and and, and yeah, that that all that all makes sense. Yeah, screen you're a feminist, and then <laughs> and then ask the question. This is perfect. Um, yeah. Okay, so the way the way like typically whenever I have a guest on, um, I I use your bio to basically do like an an. Uh, not at this time I'm not gonna like introduce you and stuff mostly because two things it's really awkward to like be like this guy's so great in front of somebody (laughs) nobody likes takes it well and I feel like especially you that's not your vibe um and then it's it's better I feel like if people just feel like they're kind of walking into a conversation yeah so well before before any of this um like the with the episode the way it starts is like I'll be telling them essentially like a quick synopsis of the bear kind of explain like who you are who I am and now we're just like in the conversation 
That's cool. And okay. and I am I'm I'm in the I'm in the office at um, at, the, at the back of OLMA. So obviously you can if anyone does come in, we can cut bits and it and it's fine. They know that yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, I yeah, hope yeah, yeah. too much as does, but yeah, that's not an issue if that happens. Yes, I've lapped my cats away, so um, <laughs> hopefully nobody I'm escapes. Uh, Bagheera, Bagheera's a Zoom hound, so um, really? yeah, yeah, he loves the camera, so we're, we're making sure he's away. Um, yeah, okay, so let's just assume we've started at this moment. So Ben, okay. the first question that I think we got to get out of the way is, what what do you think of it? Did you like it? I mean, yes, and I, and I I think I can say that almost unequivocally, right? There's there's I think it's it's gripping and it's engaging. And I mean, and the, the fast pace of it that, um, you know, without getting into the depths of the mistakes and what's right and wrong about it and, and mm -hmm. what is triggering, because there's undoubtedly for anyone who's spent any time in the industry, there is stuff there that is difficult to watch. But aside from all of that, and, and, and depending on how much you can kind of put that to one side. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the fundamental story of like broken people and you know coming together and mm -hmm. yes treating each other like shit and you know bringing all their baggage with them but ultimately that story which thankfully ends positively uh so far at least was I was gripped by I was absolutely gripped by yeah I it it took me actually a while to figure out that question for myself like I think yeah. depending on the day uh, that answer is going to vary for me I think, though, unequivocally, I want to see a season two. So mm -hmm. that does put me more in the camp of like, I maybe begrudgingly like the show. Um, but there's there's just, I feel like there's a lot to kind of sort of, we got to chew on and there's a lot to be remedied. Um, and I'm, I'm very hopeful for season two. Yeah, I, 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 as I, and, and as you know, I, 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 I've rewatched it and I've absolutely mm -hmm. inhaled the first three episodes or so um, before I kind of remembered that I wanted, I needed to actually pay a bit more attention and think about it. And but again, most people are going to watch it in that way, right? Most people aren't watching it because they know they're going to discuss it later. They're watching it because they yeah. want to be entertained. Um, and uh, and yeah, no doubt if I hadn't had that pause at the moment, it still would have found aspects difficult, aspects that just felt you know, stupidly wrong. Um, but again, I, I think uh, for the, 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 the masses of the, the general public, it's a really good show. And there are things that they will have educated and learned about both you know, our industry, um, you know, uh, with all its you know, scars and, and, and issues as it is. And there's things that were good about its uh, assessment of mental health. There are things that were good about dealing with loss and grief. Um, so yeah, all, all those things put it in, um, again, not a, not a hundred percent, it's a perfect show by any church's imagination, but, but, but in a camp that says, yeah, it, it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, when you're, so you say general audience and that's, that's also, I think the thing that keeps kind of sticking with me. I, yep. I'm still trying to figure out who this show is for. I mean, who do you think the show is for? I mean, you, you, you'd said previously that, you, you know, that it was all marketed and aimed at hospitality, which I think is really interesting because I certainly wouldn't have said that uh, mm -hmm. because of all those, all those things that we've already kind of touched on a little bit. It, it felt that it was aimed at 
you know, entertainment for people uh, and one set in um, the hospitality world. Are they trying to teach a little bit about and give an insight to it? I mean, maybe a bit, but it feels that it's entertainment first and therefore it's, 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 it's for everybody. Um, but, you know, that doesn't track with how they certainly initially anyway tried to pitch it. And are they doing that because they want to get, you know, the likes of us on board? And if they have, you know, so-and-so chef that's respected and has a good following saying, he, you know, he or she likes it, then that's going to give it more credibility, uh, you know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, or do they really think that they've got things absolutely right, that they've got this kind of, you know, perfect assessment of what life in a kitchen is like? I doubt they would do. You know, I don't know if you if you interviewed you know, those creators um, where they go, yeah, you know, that they know it's flawed, but they it's flawed for the sake of the story and for the sake of the character arc. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, some of those flaws maybe we can forgive and some of them mm-hmm. we struggle to forgive. Yeah, I, I think, I think saying that the show is to entertain I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's the motivation, at least just looking at the marketing. So when we were kind of looking over those articles and I wanted to see exactly like, how was this show made? So yeah. um, we found out that the showrunner's sister is, you know, the head chef of uh, John and Vinny's. Um, she's the culinary producer on the show. Um, they also have lots of other like cul- culinary, you know, internet personalities helping them. Um, Maddie Matheson, who's also in the show, but also kind of helped with, you know, food styling and and sort of making sure that they had the terminology there. And then I felt like a lot of the marketing dollars went towards Food and Wine Magazine, Eater. I, I felt they were essentially, at least um, maybe just to get people to watch the show, they were wanting our industry to to watch it and if our industry is watching it then is that show for entertainment I mean you you said something before we started (laughs) right well and I think that's the thing I just don't think um I'm trying to figure out um the theme of the show some people will say it's about grief it's about trauma it's about essentially putting together broken people um, together and, and trying to make something beautiful. Um, and then on the other side of it, it's it's saying, well, no, this is this is about the restaurant industry, and these are yeah. the the kind of you know the the toxic nature of the restaurant industry. And I, I don't mean, feel it, either of those. Go on. No, sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're good. The, the, the point you know, that, that, that question there about is it entertainment for us, for the people in the restaurant industry? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, in, in the way that any meal out is a slightly stressful experience, right? Any experience <laughs> in a restaurant these days is stressful for, for me, you, and for the people who you're sitting with. Like, you know, a, a, a horrible truth about being in this world is eating out for dinner is, actually, I'm, I'm gonna go both ways. I'm gonna say it is, it is more enjoyable in a way because of the greater appreciation you have for the art, for the creativity, for the aspects mm-hmm. of service, for the, you know, the, that little detail that you've gone, fuck me, they thought about that. They, yeah. they did that and they executed <laughs> it 
super well and I'm gonna give up little props out to um, Kanji where I was at the weekend and and there that service was exemplary and 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 mm-hmm. and that level of appreciation you get but at the same time it comes with it a constant awareness in the corner of your eye seeing stuff that you're that you have issue with and either it's because somebody's screwing something up or because they've forgotten some detail or because you just would have done it slightly differently or you could improve it on a, on a little bit of a way. And, and again, whether that's your general operator, front of house, back of house, whatever, that, that comes with the territory now. And then the bear is that times 100, right? It throws you in in all of its high adrenaline, um, uh, whatever, pacing um, to, this, to this environment, which is part of the show, which is what sweeps mm-hmm. you along and it's what captures the audience of will they won't they who's going to screw up how's it gonna you know who's going to get stabbed or whatever the whatever the uh, you know uh, thing on the knife edge that, that we've got that we've got coming but in doing so it is it, yeah it is stressful um yeah and, and that's unavoidable yeah well okay this is a quick little segue here but i feel we've, we've you... got a bit of uh jump in. is the connection clear again yes it's great. Okay, cool. You're good. Um, uh, yeah. When you said essentially, like when when you go out to eat, it's there's there's a little bit of that like stress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, does this happen to you? Like when I go out to eat with people who are not in the food industry, or maybe it's my family, I feel like if the thing isn't good, if the place that we're going to, especially if it's me recommending it, it's somehow pressure. my fault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you're expect but, e- but even not even when you've gone out for dinner, people ask you for recommendations the whole time, right? It's so the you're, worst. Yeah. So you know, you have to, you know, you, you, yes, yes, but that, that does come with the territory. Um and it comes because um you know, historically, and I think the the the, the bear actually plays a role in this, right? Historically, mm-hmm. it's always seen as this sexy thing, right? Restaurant work is sexy. Like well, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, day one when when I opened Benito's. 2008 and you know everybody that I knew was coming to me and talking to me about it I left a you know I left a law job you know I left a job at one of the biggest law firms in the world to as a as you know and and, and to make even more extreme I was I was a tax lawyer I mean you don't get much drier much less interesting to the average person you were a tax lawyer <laughs> and there you go. It's never come up in our conversation so far that that's what I used to. I'm do. always behind my taxes. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't do that anymore. No, no. So we're not Useless. going to do that. All of our conversations. This is not going to become a Ben gives tax advice podcast. Uh, we'll save that for the second half, and that will definitely keep people clued in and glued. So many people are going to totally tune into that one. It's just yeah. going to be rip roaring so- fun. So yeah, so you know, the 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 look on people's faces is, oh my god, why are you doing that for your profession? Or simply, yeah. they just didn't hear it. They're moving straight on to hobbies or something else they want to talk about. Yeah. When you say you, you're going to open a restaurant, um, they're they're peaked. They're excited. They're interested. And um, particularly, you know, my the, the everyone on my on my on my in my department in my law firm. Like I, I my my final two weeks, whatever my notice was were as busy as they could have been, not because I had any legal work to do, because I was kind of a crap lawyer anyway, and no one was giving me new work, but because everyone was knocking my door going, you know, what are you going to go and do? Like, what, you've got out, you've escaped. Tell me about this special one. So everyone wants to know about it sexy, and they have opinions on it. Mm -hmm. People think like they've got the one great novel in them, right, that they could open a restaurant. And so um, 
that you know that that sexy aspect um people always want to talk to you about it now i think and, and i think we may have slipped not too far the other way but the, but the restaurant industry has had a lot of exposure right in the last not i mean two years of pandemic you know how hard it is to be in the restaurant world you know the exposure of just how hard life is from um you know bourdain onwards to going like okay life is tough life is drug fueled and messy and dangerous yeah. and all that and the bear obviously you know doubles down on that and and, and and there is a bit of a danger of you know in this in this crisis that we are in in terms of staffing that it goes we start to turn too many people off so it becomes an industry mm. where we're really having to fight to show that and it needed fixing and i know you and i both agree that you know there's there's, there's things that needed to, to be amended and the exposure is good for that and continue but, need to be fixed yeah yeah and very few people are fixing it right there, there's yeah. you know there's obviously lots of great cultures and i and i'm super excited about where i've just moved to and the culture they've mm -hmm. got there but there's a lot there's still certainly more bad places than good yeah but as we go out there and try and recruit you know that image of restaurants from being you know super sexy but also looked down upon because it's you know your holiday work or you're, you're either i feel like i'm rambling a bit but you're either like college worker picking up some shifts to earn money because mm -hmm. it's fun or your super sexy idolized head chef and all the stuff in between was forgotten about now mm -hmm. we're seeing all this exposure of that stuff in between is hard it is graft it is messy and hot and just just tough the minutia and of it yeah yeah uh, the detail of you know the, and the minutia of you know individual dish the minutia and the, and, and the toughness of the, the mm -hmm. financial economics of it that just don't make sense for the for most of them um, forever in debt forever yeah um so and 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 so it's it's broadly a good thing that there's exposure for that and 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 the bear certainly does a bit more of that as an employer mm -hmm. it makes life even scarier because you're like okay that small percentage of people that were game to give this a go are like that, that looks like shit i don't i don't, don't want to do that you know i actually have the opposite take on okay. and this is actually my problem the real, my, my true heart of darkness is, is about to show of why 